Thank you for listening to Lawford, the podcast about the village of Lawford in North East Essex and the surrounding area. Lawford, the podcast, is brought to you by Lawford Parish Council with the aim to share what the council is up to and to highlight some of the amazing people, events and facilities in our area. Welcome to Lawford the Podcast. Today I am joined uh, by Hilary Cook, head teacher of Highfields Primary School, which has recently retained its outstanding Ofsted rating. Um, while Hilary has had recognition nationally in 2022 through the Primary Head Teacher Awards. Um, so more of all of that to come. Um, so welcome, Hilary. Thank you. Nice to see you, Dan. Okay, we're going to kick off, Hilary, uh, with we're going to kick off with a little bit of, on the background. Uh, so maybe just uh, just give us a little bit of context about uh, about yourself and how you um, pursued a, a career in education. I guess to start with, it all began really when I was about six. My mother took me. I was quite a chubby little girl. My mother took me to ballet lessons, and very quickly the dance teacher said, "Mrs. Brunning, I." I don't think Hillary's going to make a dancer, but she's got a very good singing voice. Well, I continued my singing right through, um, and I went on to be awarded with a, a scholarship at the Guildhall School of Music, where I went regularly. And I can remember having the conversation with my mother at the time when career was coming up, um, and I was offered a place to study opera at the Guildhall. But I'd always had that angst for teaching. I'd always loved the thought of being a teacher. Um, And ultimately, I chose the teaching to train first. I thought it was a safe option. And if I I do the teaching and get get qualified, I can always come back to it. I can then take on the singing um, and do that afterwards. But I got into two years into my teaching career, And I have to say, I loved it so much that I've kept my singing very much as a semi-professional, in a semi-professional capacity and still do a lot of singing. I'm currently musically directing um, a a, a Mikado in in the village where I live in Wivenhoe and I sing myself, but the teaching always had that sharp edge for me. Oh, well, I hadn't appreciated your musical talents were uh, so uh, pr- pronounced. And then you, you, you've been in the teaching, and we'll, we'll get to Highfields and, and the kind of the, the, the evolution of the school in, um, in, in more detail in a moment. But just, just as a profession itself, it's obviously, you know, um, all of life has kind of transformed its own ways over the last uh, 30 years. So just, just help us out a little bit in terms of what's changed from a, the, you know, I guess at one level, kids haven't changed, but at another another level kind of how we actually uh, engage and educate them has kind of transformed completely oh absolutely and I think it's much better for children now I think we provide a much broader and balanced curriculum it's not just the three R's um Teachers earn respect of children, and I make it very clear, and I always have done. It was my principle when I was in a classroom that I didn't demand respect from children, I earned it. And that is very much at the ethos of this school. We earn the respect of children, we encourage individuals where they show aspiration in music, in sport, in art, because not everybody can achieve academically. And if you can find in every child something that they will aspire to, I think 
we as teachers have a duty to encourage that and push that and to go as far as we can with that and share that with parents and, and I've always believed that that's very very important um, Got it and so just uh, just just tell us a little bit about I guess your 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 um, maybe well just maybe even a preamble before Highfields but you've obviously been at Highfields for quite a period of time so maybe just you know maybe the preamble but then the kind of evolution of Highfields you know during your time here and I know I was as, as I was coming in I was kind of remarking at you know progressive building even we're in so um, yeah all, all all of that would be just give our listeners a bit of context in terms of the, right. the, the kind of evolution of your time at the school Okay I loved teaching as I've already said and I was literally flung into acting headship overnight in my previous school where I was acting head um, in a Colchester church school for a year and a term um, and then had the opportunity to apply for headship here at Highfields and was interviewed with five other people and was delighted and very privileged to be offered the job and uh, you know I, I just have seen so many changes here at Highfords and been party to that so let me just tell you a little bit about that um, obviously there have been huge significant changes over that period of 28 years 18 years ago we were given opportunity to be one of 12 tendering primary schools to be included in an educa um, Essex education public-private partnership project which for us at Highfields meant virtually a whole new school um, and that was it still really, looks like a whole new school well, you walk yes, in here yes it is but the school I took on yeah. the school I took on was tired although it was only a 1975 building it was flat roofed and it was very very dark inside all open plan you yourself probably remember open plan schools. Yes. You may be too yeah, young. Yeah. No, no, no I'm of a certain vintage. You know, where there were no doors, yeah. teachers sort of... Were, and now with the curriculum as it is, that, that was not, not good. So we were really delighted to have the opportunity to be one of those 12 schools. And it's afforded us a fantastic building, which today, you know, is... is fit for the for the curriculum that we have to teach and it's got closed doors and we've got a huge hall that is ready for two form entry which looking at the number of buildings that are going up in this area i i hope eventually we will be able to go to form entry we're, we're f entry at the moment we're a, a class and a half but i think uh, you know once um the buildings are completed uh, we will hopefully be granted the opportunity to go for, to form entry but nevertheless it's afforded me a fantastic building talking of people because people are the, the building is lovely but the people are at the heart of what we do and I have got staff here who I employed as newly qualified teachers I've got two who are still with me I've got staff who I encouraged to, to progress, who went off to take up deputy headships, Ofsted inspectors, to work for the county as advisors. Um, some have left to uh, start their families and then return and often have chosen Highfields for their children to be educated too, which is very, very lovely and excellent. I've, I've been really pleased about that. Um, we are as I explained to you before we went on air, um, oversubscribed and have been for the last four years. And I always encourage prospective parents to look at Highfields, to look at other schools from which to make a judgment as to what they, their gut feeling is yep. will be the best for their child. 
and at the heart of my ethos and that of my staff is making sure children have great opportunity, as I've explained, across the curriculum. Um, and I know we're going to get to it in a moment, but the, I think that was reaffirmed by the, uh, you know, you, you, I know you've been outstanding as an officer of school for a number of years. But we're, we're the, the again, I think I was reading some of the um, some of the previous, the, the most recent report where it was kind of describing the the exceptional quality of teaching that was being um, being being delivered here, which kind of goes to your ethos of, you know, it's a, it's a collective, isn't it, in terms of yeah. a, a, it's a, the, the school itself is a community and then you've got a whole load of, that's led by a whole load of, you know, um, teaching professionals who are, who, who kind of take that culture on board and embed it within, within the community. Very much so. And I'm a great believer in a, a distributive style of leadership. I encourage other staff to take responsibility for things. My deputy my current deputy head um, started as a newly qualified teacher here she's been with me 11 years now and she became my deputy head th- nearly three years ago and you know that that's great and uh, you know we, we build on that and it's something that prospective parents value you know that the fact that staff have been here I've got two male primary practitioners which is is great uh, for children good role models male role models which is important I truly believe um, so so that's that's great um, and staff have been here a number of years um, I can remember <laughs> just just to, uh, to add a, a little amusement here I had a, a a county advisor come to see me a couple of years ago and we were walking around the school and he said to me Hillary, what's the secret of being able to keep two male primary practitioners in your school? And I said, that's for me to know and you to wonder about. Which, you know, but I have. And, and people come here. They love the school. They love the, the ethos. They work with it. They like the responsibility I give them and the encouragement that I give them as the head. And, and I think that's you know, encourages them to stay, which is brilliant. Um, and just, just on, on your, yeah. again, as a personal thing, and, and I, I, I absolutely, uh, you know, I, I do want to. This is about celebrating local community, and, and we definitely should celebrate. You know, your 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 achievement as as uh, you know the national teaching award last year. But just even just the evolution of going from you know, you, it, it's kind of two distinct jobs, isn't it? You start out as a as a teacher, and at some yes. point you be, you move into a leadership. You know, and I know you you've described how that's happened in your career, but yes. like it's completely different skill sets, presumably, is it? And and wow. yeah, <laughs> the first term I took on acting headship, it was the budget term, and I knew nothing about financial management at that stage. Yeah. You know, I was a teacher. I'd been trained as a teacher. That was yeah. what I did. Um, and since you know, it it is completely changed because I'm now a budget manager. I'm a social worker. Yeah. Um, I'm a parental guidance advisor. Yeah. Marriage guidance counsellor on occasions. <laughs> well, no, of course, you know, then you, but you presume you need to be. Yeah. And, and I hope that my parents, or the majority of my parents, feel that, you know, I'm there to support them, their families. Yeah. And it's very much now, it's not just a case of teaching children, it's a case of looking at them and their families and supporting. There's an awful lot more. And, and since COVID, um, a lot more vulnerability mental health issues yeah. for, for children, for parents and for families. And, uh, you know, we've had training in that in order to support the most vulnerable of our children, because if they're not happy in school, they don't learn effectively. And I'm a true believer that children need 
as far as possible to be happy in school. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it is like literally, I think that the, the educational system's at the coalface of community in so many ways. And actually, yeah, you, you, all of those things, as you mentioned, you know, COVID and the, and the impacts of it, then are, are felt, you know, the, uh, at that coalface. So maybe, so, you know, I, I, part of today is to actually just celebrate the fact that, you know, again, you've, you've, you've been, um, the school has been recognised as, um, as outstanding. It has, but that hasn't just happened. We, we use the community very much. Um, we're very blessed in this community that we have lots of places we go. We go to the local library, the churches we, we, we're very blessed with. We have um, the local rector coming into the school, uh, the free church. We, we mix with... But um, our roots are actually in the Methodist church. Um, Highfields became, at the closure of two little village schools in Manningtree, the um, St Michael's and the Wesleyan church. Okay. Um, and so I always, people say, of course, you're not a church school. But yes, we are a church school. We have our roots in the yeah. church. And we, you know, we're very much at the centre of our ethos is the Christian faith. Um, although we study world faith, um, our, our belief is that we encourage those life skills of care, consideration for one another, um, resilience, kindness, compassion, all very much, you know, at the heart of what we do. And just jumping into the, the so I, I, I've got lots of... Um you know, you know, my friends and social network, I've got teachers in it and, and Ofsted is always this kind of looming uh, thing that sits out there and it's a, it's, a, it's, it's kind of like the Olympics. It comes around every four years and it's a kind of a judgment call on, on your performance and you could be world champion, you know, the other three years and then this one, one and it is kind of a, maybe just, the, just, just educating me a little bit about the mechanics of, is, is it really just one day in the, or a couple of days of on-site where they attest you or is it no. much more of a longer no. process? Or, no. Because yeah. you have to evidence all sorts of things. Okay. Um, normally, I, I can remember my first inspection here. Um, the inspector came and he was giving me three months' notice of the inspection. Okay. And he went away and we piled into his boot lists of policies and, and all sorts of things. And we had three months to prepare. On my last inspection, this last inspection, I was serving in the kitchen at lunchtime, monitoring the manners of the children and one of my office staff came and she said Hilary I think I've got Ofsted on the phone <laughs> oh, I said. that's news <laughs> yeah. an hour later and it was literally an hour later that the inspector said well I think you know we, I, I shall be in tomorrow morning I shall be in I'm coming from the Suffolk coast I shall be there at half past seven um and away we went. Oh um, my lord, that is. But I but, guess, I mean, in some ways, that is a real attestation of the school. As yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and I, we truly believed that we we were ready to be continuing with the outstanding grade. And when she asked me that on the phone, and I said, "Yeah, I I truly believe," and I and I can evidence. Um, so. She spoke with children, she spoke with parents, she spoke with pupils and staff. She 
was very, very rigorous. She wanted to see the plans that we had in place for each of the subjects of the curriculum. It was all very heavily based on progression of skills. So from what do children do in the early years when they start school? How soon is it that they can read? And she observed the phonics teaching and the reading, early reading. She taught with children. Um, She looked at the core curriculum of English and maths and looked at progression. She also wanted to look at um, foundation stage subjects, music, art, history, geography, design technology. And she did a deep, what they call deep dives now, Mm -hmm. into several of those subjects to really tease out, did we know what we were talking about? Had we really thought through a sensible curriculum? Were we using our community effectively? If we're doing the Romans, well, of course, we're using Colchester Castle. If we're using a local history study, why wouldn't we be using Manning Tree? Missley, the walls, the river, or the history of the river. um, And and that was all um, sailing. You know, my children are going to be privileged to be going sailing on the the river in the summer. We do lots of things. We have lots of opportunities. Well, I think I've passed a bunch of them on bikes earlier as well. Yes, they're they're doing bikeability as we speak. All the local schools do that yeah. which is brilliant yeah. and it, it you know it's really good and so just just uh, I, I know it's, again it's, it's not the first time you've been acknowledged in that way but 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 when when that kind of um report comes in from uh Ofsted yes. is there a kind of I presume there must be just a collective not, not obviously from yourself but from all the staff and from all of all of the community of the school just kind of going yeah we are we're we're you know it's, it's just a nice acknowledgement of of everything that collectively you guys have achieved mm-hmm. right absolutely and I think for me and for my staff when we read the report it read as our school yeah. you know it didn't need to have Highfields Primary yeah. School yeah. at the top okay. and, and that's really yeah. something yeah. and she the, the, the chief inspector um actually asked if if I would allow her daughter who's a teacher on the Suffolk uh, in Suffolk to come and observe the phonics teaching in the school because she felt it was so good so what better accolade that could is. Highfield have <laughs> yeah. than to host her daughter which we did yeah. um, and her parting shot to me was Hillary I now know why my mother's talked non-stop about your school since since she's been with you so you know yeah. That is it, no, no. I, I, I say, and it is, it is a collective effort, and it's lovely Very to see that recognised. So. Yeah, and it's a team effort, Dan. Yeah. You know, every member of my staff puts into that, and has quite rightly taken an active part in the achievement that we we have made. So. So you, you ha- you're you're on that, and you've been on the high for a while. But you're on that high, we and then and then forward. and then everybody kind of goes uh, collectively. What happens next, Hillary? How do you build on that? Let uh, you me know. tell you. Let me tell you. Um, we're part of what we call the Constable Collaborative Partnership. It all sounds very grand, but. Oh, gosh. Eight years ago, the head of Dedham, Heather Tetchner, myself and Donna Wendon, who was then the head of Lawford C of E, got together at Milsom's and had a drink and said, right, why don't we work together? Let's, you know, let's see what can we do to help and support each other? Because the the demands of teaching and headship were getting, you know, it's a lonely job. Yeah, and, I, and became, oh, yeah. I'm just as a, as a parent and as somebody who interacts with it, I just think it is one of the most demanding roles. I know, I know my day job. I don't have that many stakeholders that I'm having to face off to. You know, it is yeah. as you say, from parents, from from uh, you know the community, from the kids, from the the, the teaching staff. Yeah, it yep. is. Yeah, but we became friends. I've now 
building friendship with, with Abby Fairburn, who's the head of Lawford Primary, and now Gemma Chester, who's just become a head at Dedham. And we're already planning things that we're going to do to benefit all of our children. So we've, we've talked about um, having peer reviews we will go into each other's schools. Once we've built the confidence, we're building that confidence in each other, we're becoming friends, and that's so important, trusted friends. And that takes time, because, you know, 10 years ago, you wouldn't share your data with other schools, you wouldn't um, tell them how good you were, (laughs) but but that's, those days, I'm hopeful, are long gone. And, you know, we phone each other and say, "Oh, can you help me with this? How can I?" What, yeah, what's yeah, your of course. Opinion? And every every everybody because does different things, and some people will excel in different and areas, and it's trying to borrow that collective knowledge. Isn't governors it? Yeah. and staff met at Lawford the other evening from the three schools to have training led by a county officer. So we're doing lots and lots of things to to support one another and develop things for the good of our children. So I see that as a fundamentally important thing moving forward. Um, we're still. The, the day the day I sit there and say, you know, <laughs> what am it. I going to do tomorrow? It's the day I go. But that's not arrived yet. That's not arrived um, yet. I'm still enjoying the job. As I've said, for the most part, yeah. it's challenging. Um, and some days are more challenging than others. Um, but I've got super staff here who support me. Um, and we work, I've got a super senior leadership team. Um, and I've got great teachers and great support staff, great kitchen team. It, it's a team effort, yeah. caretaking, premises management, you know, good caretaker and cleaning staff, wonderful office staff who, um, you know, are there to make judgment on whether I, I'm actually going to want to take the call or not. Because <laughs> you need people like that. Yeah, you need absolutely. And trust those people to, to know just how to manage that for you. Brilliant, um, and as as we you know the, as we said, this is a community podcast, and um, it's it's all about you know the, the village of Lawford, but equally the surrounding community, right? And you know, as I say, we we're, we're the hinterland of Manningtree and Missley, and all of all of the communities around us. But I think I, I think I had a pre-can question around how you interact with the community, but in so many ways you've you've kind of answered it in terms of you know there is both a community here, and then you interact hugely with the community Absolutely. in terms of all the activities that you guys do. We we. All the schools, the local schools, enjoy um, a magic of music Christmas carol service at Missley Church. That's great. We do that. We interact with um, Pace. We've just introduced, we, we go to Owls Flight Dell. We've planted trees at Owls Flight Dell on the Lawford. Just uh, Carlo introduced that to us. He's been very good in helping us to be part of those community things. Uh, we've, as I've said, we work with the library. Um, and that that's all all good because it's enabling children to enjoy all the facilities that the local community provide and and i've found the community to be very receptive we 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 pay visits to the manifest theater which was um the wesleyan school and so it's it's interesting for the children to go into the theater we go to st michael's church which is now the free church um and was originally St Michael's Church of England Primary School. So there's huge amounts of history that, that we're able to enjoy. Um, and pivoting back a little bit, because I, 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 we cover so much on the school, and, and just pivoting yeah. back to your, your, yourself a little bit, it sounds like you've got an incredibly busy um, life outside of school <laughs> yes, as well. With, so the music remains the passion, is that...? Absolutely. I've kept that 
yeah. you know, as my second strand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. having well, chosen the teaching path, I knew. I'd, I'd never believed that I would take on headship. I loved the teaching so much, but having been, as I've said, flung into it overnight, it got to the point where and I'm very fortunate that the head who had been ill in the school where I'd been acting head was able to return, which was great. And I thought, will I have lost my touch? How am I going to manage going back into the classroom? But no, I haven't lost my touch. And I'm still doing things at school. Um, We're talking with the CCP, other heads and and deputies, about having a music festival, having an athletics. Um, We work closely with the Manning Tree High School and the community, as do the other local schools. And we're having an athletics event with the three schools in the summer, which is great. So there's there's lots, lots lots still to be. But coming back to me... um, yeah, I do lots with music out of school and it's still very much my great passion. <laughs> Singing, nice. I play in the school band. We have a school band here. We have two choirs. I lead the, choir, the Key Stage 2 choir and we have a school band and I play my clarinet in the school band. So We can hear the demands of the teaching profession already, uh, the, <laughs> the phone going in the background. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of other, uh, yeah. other demands. So maybe that's the, uh, that's the cue for us to, uh, to, to slowly wrap up. But as we, as we come to the end of our chat um is there is there i guess is there any other message you you know i said this is this is targeted largely at our local community and obviously most of them are very well well aware of the the role of the school the successes of the school but is there any any other kind of key message you think oh yeah it would be just good to good to take the opportunity to convey very much so we need more buildings we we are very very short on building i know we've got a new school but it, it we've we've outgrown it almost yeah. and i'm desperate you know and i'm hoping well and the community around us keeps growing yeah, so that, yeah, yeah. it's not well, like I'm, those kids I'm, need I'm to i'm knocking on admissions door at county yeah. to to look at some hopeful some funding for for a, a separate building that we can have as a, a nurture room yeah. um, i've got two very wonderful staff who um, work with vulnerable children, vulnerable families um, and we need an independent space and and I'm hoping that we can my pe- my friends of Highfields who are a parent group who are working tirelessly on, on the school's behalf to, to raise funds but we do need some external funds so well, I'm hopeful that that's my next. I think I think I, I'd be a strong person that says no to you, Hillary. So, uh, Thank you, so, so I think uh, I think that won't be long before we well, see that extra building. I'm hopeful. Um, Very hopeful. Excellent. Okay. Well, a huge thank you for the time uh, today, and uh, yeah, that was that was brilliant. So, thank you. It's been lovely talking to you, Dan. Thank you so much.